Alma Lee. I'm a psychotherapist and transformative lifestyle resiliency coach and author, and I want to help you reach your goals by teaching you how to step outside of those fear-based mindsets and into your powerful, loving self. Let's get started. Because when you push against somebody, even the subtlest model in your head, they should be different than they are, awakens in them at a very unconscious level, pushing back a resistance, a subtle paranoia. And I have noticed in my human relationships that as I want less and less from each individual, there is much less paranoia in them at a deep level. Good morning, it's March 2nd, and that was Ram Das, an American philosopher, spiritual leader, psychologist. Um, I just recently came into contact with his teachings and they have had so far a profound impact in my thinking and in my perspective. I love and relish any opportunity to glean a new, better, clear understanding of why we're here. Why are we on this earth? What are we supposed to be doing? I feel very strongly that my calling is to inspire other people and as such I am seeking always to be inspired. And Ram Das has numerous teachings that I am drinking from the fire hose, so to speak. And this is one that I heard the other day, day before yesterday, in fact, um, as I was doing my meditation before bedtime, I tripped up on this, actually on accident. I wasn't even really looking for it. I was just looking for something new to sort of uh, get a different angle on where I needed to be. I am taking in the cues from... I guess you could say the universe, divine calling, whatever you want to call it, uh, and try to find the angle that I need in the moment. We don't always have the answers. We, we very rarely have the answers, so we have to look outside of ourselves and have some faith in doing that, and that's how I found this recording. And I want to share with you today what I've learned from it as a means of inspiring you on your path, your path to your spiritual growth and healing and finding your joy. I know that the profound impact that just this one sentiment has had upon me has it's kind of it's it's kind of caught up in this like wash rinse repeat cycle but in a good way like i've ruminated over this for the last day and a half in a good way it's felt very positive i have felt healthier as a result of having had this lesson so what's the lesson well Basically, what he's saying in that recording is allow things, people, and situation to be what they are, which ironically, I posted that on my Facebook several days ago before I ever even heard this recording. So I had an intuitive knowing that you shouldn't really try to change things outside of yourself because that's where we get our struggle from. That's where we glean that suffering is that when we focus our attention, our energy outside of ourself, when we want other people to do, say, think, and feel in alignment with what our desires are, we are throwing away our energy. We're throwing away our, our happiness, our potential for joy by trying to manipulate those uh, experiences, situations, people, relationships outside of ourselves. Ram Das says that when you push against someone and you 
sort of give them this inkling that you think that they should be something different than who they are or someone different than who they are, then they will become paranoid in the relationship. They will, at a subconscious level, start to feel insecure in the connection with you. And I've often said that, you know, we we have to have safety in relationships, and that's all relationships. Um, We have to have safety, and we can sit here all day long and fully expect that the people that we are engaged with are going to facilitate that safety for us. And that's not always the case. What Baba Ram Das states is that you are the one that is responsible for cultivating that safety in those relationships by not pushing, by removing all of the resistance, by allowing people to be who they are, and you simply observe them, observe their behavior. So, for instance, like in in my work, in my clinical work, I often have people who will, you know, come to me with relationship issues. I can't get her to do this or say this or feel this way or do that. I can't get him to stop this or to be this or to do that. Those are the external expectations that we have that we have placed upon other people, a value set. In other words, we are expecting other people to change their behaviors in order to meter our sense of joy and fulfillment in our lives and our happiness in our lives. And it's not healthy. It's not healthy because you can't control it. You can't control what other people are going to do, say, think, and feel. What you can control is your resistance. You can control your reaction to other people's behavior. You can choose to focus that energy on yourself, on your own growth, on your own healing. And you can choose to allow other people to behave the way that they are going to do. Now, on the surface, that may seem very difficult, right? Let's say, for instance, uh, I have a particular um, narrative that's popping up in my head about a a, a gentleman who had spoken to me several weeks ago about his fiance, he had suspicions that she was cheating on him, which he later found out to be true. So if anybody's ever been in a relationship where you've been cheated on, it's, it's awful, right? It's a terrible experience to, to know that, that your partner, the person that you've invested in, is stepping out on you, is lying to you and betraying you by taking their affections and sharing them with someone else. Now, essentially, this is the lesson here, right? And it sounds crazy (laughs) on the surface to think, well, you should just let them cheat. But here's the value, okay? Stick with me on this. When you allow someone to be who they are and you're not resisting them, and then you're turning that energy into yourself, what you have to do is you have to pour that consideration back inside yourself. You have to channel all of that energy back inside yourself. And in doing so, you say, why am I unhappy? Well, you're unhappy because you're expecting this other person to fulfill their uh, promise, right? So this person's lying, this person's cheating, this person's stepping out. So that makes you feel terrible. Well, why does that make you feel terrible? Why? Why, why does someone else's behavior have such an impact on your level of happiness? And the truth is, is because you are allowing the circumstances outside of yourself 
to be the barometer by which you measure your own joy. When in fact, you have all the control and the power to find joy within yourself by allowing other people to do, say, think, and feel the things that they want to engage in. That has nothing to do with you. It never does. Anytime anyone steps out or does something harmful or hurtful to you, it has nothing to do with you. Even if they say it does, stick with me. It'll make sense. You might have to listen to this entire episode over and over again, but when someone hurts you, when you experience pain because of someone else's actions, that is because you are resisting what they're doing. It's not what they're doing that's causing your suffering. It is your resistance to the acceptance of it. And that's what Ram Dass is talking about. Allow it. Surrender to it. Let it be. Let people be who they are. And then you get to decide on whether or not you choose to participate in that. The, um, her name is Ianla Van Sant. She's a, a modern day uh, life coach. And she says that, you know, you don't get to choose how somebody else loves you. You don't get to meter that. You don't get to Im- impact that. You, you can't change how someone chooses to love you and how they choose to express that love. The only thing that you can do is to decide whether or not you want to participate. See, the struggle, the pain, the suffering, all of that comes from our resistance We place entirely too much value in the behaviors of other people as a way to structure our sense of satisfaction in life. The truth is, is that you shortchange yourself by not pouring into yourself first. And that's not your fault. It's it's a program. It's a program. You and I both have been subjected to the cultural and societal and familial programs of don't be selfish, don't you know, don't do anything for yourself. Make sure you take care of your family and your friends before you take care of yourself and make sure you expect to get your needs met from the actions and behaviors of other people. And that's inaccurate. That's all there is. There's no judgment there. There's no blame. None of that. You are responsible for your own happiness. No ifs, no ands, or buts. You are. You're the one that gets to decide on how you're going to move through life. So when you listen to this, and maybe you need to listen to it again, go into Google or go into YouTube and look up Ram Dass, R-A-M-D-A-S-S, Ram Dass, and listen to some of his teachings. They're extremely simple. They're really profoundly simple. And I would even venture to guess that on an intuitive level, you're going to listen to what he has to say and you're going to agree with it. Because our intuition is essentially our higher self. That's what your intuition is. You know it's your intuition because it's uncomfortable at times. When you get that red flag feeling and then you choose to ignore it when you're interacting with someone, when something just doesn't quite set right with you when you're engaging with someone, that's your your, your intuitive process, your intuition. That is your higher self that knows that you need to be making a different choice outside of what you're doing. You have so much power. I wish for just a split moment that you could just grasp and comprehend the depth 
of how much impact you can have in your life and your joy in this path that you're on right now. You get to decide every single day when you open your eyes. When you wake up in the morning, do you smile? And if you don't, why? See, here's the trick, okay? When you wake up in the morning, if you feel awful, if your body hurts, if you've got worries, you've got stress, you've got conditions that you feel are outside of your control, which they aren't, by the way. You just think they are. When you open up your eyes, do you, you, know, do you find it difficult to just smile? And if you do, why? Because on a subconscious level, if you can't smile when you first wake up in the morning, you are essentially choosing that subconscious belief system that you deserve to suffer when you do not allow yourself to just smile. And it may feel disingenuous at first, but the more you do it, it gets easier and easier and easier. It's like you got to warm up to it. But when you allow yourself to smile, just to smile, that's it. It's real simple. You don't have to have a reason to smile, just to smile. But when you lean into that, you are on a subconscious level programming yourself to lean into joy as opposed to suffering. That's you pouring back into yourself. That's you putting your energy where you can control it, which is within you, which is in, in your experience, not the expectations of what other people should do for you. I, I see it a lot, and I've experienced myself, where when we get into relationships with other people, it gets really, really tricky, and it can become very messy. And this is why, you know, on down the line, you have emotional abuse, you have, you know, narcissistic behaviors, you have gaslighting, you have domestic violence situations, because our romantic partnerships, specific to our romantic partnerships, have a tendency to draw out all of those old traumatic wounds from our childhood in a way that other relationships do not. Platonic relationships don't do that. Familiar relationships tend to not do that because usually it's the family that's caused those traumas to begin with and we've repressed our engagement to a point where we no longer even have the ability to, to have that kind of intimacy with them. But something about those romantic partnerships, man, that old stuff bubbles up to the surface and it you know, we, we start to meter how we're feeling based upon our partner's actions. Well, if he loved me, if he really cared about me, he'd do this, or he'd buy me flowers or candies or gifts or jewelry or trips or things like that. He would make those sacrifices to prove to me that he's really choosing me. And I get it, but here's the, here's the issue with that. When you allow someone else to have that much power over you, you have essentially given away every bit of control over whether or not you feel peace, whether or not you feel joy. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn. But at the same time, I'm grateful that I went down that path because if I didn't, I wouldn't have the wherewithal to get behind a microphone and share with you the knowledge, the understanding, and the clarity that I have today through those experiences because that's my calling that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to experience those issues, those personal conditions, and then learn from them and then disentangle what the message is and share that with you so that it increases the value of your life so that you can lean into your own growth. So when you stop looking for the validation, the expectation, and the reward, when you stop resisting 
that is when you're going to find your joy. That is where you're going to find your peace. Your peace lies within you right here and right now, no matter where you are listening to this episode, you have the power to be at peace. You have the power to experience joy without a doubt. Let me ask you a question. Can you think of just some random benign memory from your childhood? Let's just say just a you know, not a, not a holiday, not a uh, Christmas morning or being proposed to type memory. I'm just talking about a random occurrence. For me, here's mine. I can remember spending the night with my grandmother, my grandparents, when I was probably eight, nine years old, and getting up in the morning and her being in the kitchen making breakfast and looking at me. And she had waited for me to wake up. And she said, you want to go out to the hen house and get the eggs with me? And I was like, yes. I always wanted to go and pick up the eggs because I was terrified of those chickens. But when I was with my grandmother, they wouldn't mess with me because they were afraid of her. And so we would go out there and it was like an Easter egg hunt any day of the week. And this was usually in the summertime. Uh, This particular memory, I, I seem to recall it being kind of a foggy. It was early. The sun had just come up. And there was, you know, it was quiet and you could hear the, the chickens in the roost just kind of cackling around a little bit in there. And, you know, there's chicken crap everywhere and feathers and hay. And, you know, we had to sort through the hay to go and find the eggs. And it was just one of the most blissful memories of my life. And so here I am now, 40 something year, years later, and that's one of my most treasured memories among many of them. I have several memories like that with her and just, you know, wonderful, beautiful experiences that were just mundane, everyday occurrences. So I ask you this, you know, what's your memory like that? Now think about it this way. When you were experiencing that experience that created that memory in your, in your mind, in your heart, did you even think that it would be so profound in your headspace and in your heart today? Probably not. I know I didn't. I wasn't thinking, gosh, when I'm, you know, midlife, I'm going to think back on this. This <laughs> is going to be such a wonderful experience for me. No, it didn't. It didn't occur to me as a child. I was just spending a wonderful time with my grandmother. I didn't have anything really, anything else to really compare it to. But see, that's the beauty. And that is where your power lies, is that right here and now, you can do the same exact thing. That's the whole point. That's the whole message. You know, when you don't have expectations outside of yourself, and then you sit with yourself, and then you pay attention to your gratitude here and now, that is where you're going to cultivate your peace. That is where you're going to cultivate your joy. So I'm sitting here right now talking on my microphone And if I'm fortunate enough, you know, 40 years from now to still be around, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to plant a seed that 40 years from now, I'm going to think back on that morning in March of the year 2023 of recording this episode and how vibrant I felt and how motivated I felt and how excited I was for the future and how at peace I was in my heart and be grateful for that. And be grateful for having cultivated that memory. And I'm not expecting anything outside of myself to change in order to do so. Because all of that power lies within me. You see, you create suffering when you look outside of yourself 
for your happiness. And that's what Baba Ram Das was saying, is that when you push, when you push against someone else, ever so slightly, you create in them a subtle paranoia. They see you as someone who thinks that they should be different than who they are. And so that creates that resistance in that relationship. And that's where a lot of problems lie. There's not anything wrong with being in a relationship. In fact, I believe he says that all relationships are a triangle. Instead of two parts, they're three parts. There's three sides to a relationship, a romantic partnership. It's each person, those are the two sides. And then the third side is how effective is the connection and the spiritual elevation together? Are you letting the other person be who they are in their path in life? Are you allowing that person to grow? Are you encouraging that person to grow? Are you creating safety for that person to grow and elevate? It's not whether or not you're expecting that other person to give to you. It's how much are you giving to that person? Because if the both of you work together in tandem to do the same for each other, the, you know, in that relationship, it's, it's limitless on what you're capable to do together and what you're capable of building together. But you can't rely upon another person to change. You have to look on yourself to change. And then you have to determine whether or not you want to continue into the relationship if that person does not fulfill their end of the bargain. That's on you to decide. Again, you have all the power. It's all about paying attention to what's going on with you. And of course, you know, with the grooming, with the cultural, societal, and familial grooming that says, you know what, that's a selfish thing to do. Well, what's selfishness other than just doing for yourself? Society has deemed that being selfish is a bad thing. And I have said before, and I want to transition my definition of what selfishness is, is in the past I said I don't believe in a selfish person. I want to modify that to say, yes, I do believe in a selfish person, but I do not believe that being selfish is a negative thing. In fact, I think it's essential. I think being selfish is not negative. I think being selfish is holding space for your own growth so that when you step out into the world, you are bringing the vibration up in yourself as an encouragement, a point of reference for those around you to do the same within themselves because they can't affect you and you can't affect them other than how you're acting in your own right. That's why I meant about having to listen to this recording over again. It's a lot. It's a lot, but when you get it, you get it. And you realize that you have all the power. It's just that we've been so damn programmed to expect other people to be the, the, the victors in our lives. There's nothing wrong with being loved. There's nothing wrong with other people validating you. There's nothing wrong with attaining a type of uh, expectation or, or, or a reward, rather, from those relationships outside of ourselves. In fact, we should have that. We, sh we should have the love. We should have the validation. We should have the reassurance from other people. But we can't hold on to that as a measurement of how good we feel already. That's our responsibility. That's my responsibility. That's your responsibility. So if you want to live a purposeful life, the first thing that you have to stop doing is you've got to stop pushing other people to change and take that same level of energy and challenge yourself to make those changes within. All right. From fear to love. This has been an LBM production. Please like, subscribe, and share this show. Thanks for listening.